welcome to The Parent Pod, a happy place to find out all about pregnancy and the start of parenthood from the information-packed babycentre.co.uk. Hello, I'm Lucy. And I'm Claire. And we're here with a podcast for every week of your pregnancy, full of really useful takeaway information, candid admissions from our own experiences, having both had two children, and top advice from experts. We won't leave you holding the baby either. This podcast series takes you right up to when your new baby is 12 weeks old. So we've reached 23 weeks of pregnancy and this week we're talking about money and benefits. Oh yes, and in case your finances are keeping you awake at night, we've got some great sleep tips too. But before we get started, Lucy, you were just telling me something. Yeah, somebody told me something the other day that I thought was funny and I thought I'd share. So when you're pregnant, you can have sex just for the fun of it. Because for once in your life, you're not worried about avoiding getting pregnant or worried about trying to get pregnant. Oh, that's so true, isn't it? Yeah, I hadn't (laughs) thought of that before. Yeah, we spend most of our early sex life trying not to get pregnant. And then the next phase is wanting to get pregnant. But now you are. So that's a relief. (laughs) Just just go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's hear what's happening inside for baby. What's happening for baby? At 23 weeks, your baby now weighs the same as a large mango, which is a little more than 500 grams and measures about 28 centimetres from head to heel. In the next few weeks, you may be able to see some of his movements on the surface of your tummy as well as feel them. Oh, that is just surreal, isn't it? When you can actually see those movements. Oh, it's crazy. Of course, every pregnancy is different, so don't worry if it takes a bit longer. A lot depends on your baby's position in your womb and even your placenta's position. For example, if your placenta is at the front of your womb, it can cushion your baby's movements. Your baby's also becoming more sensitive to sounds. Ah. Yeah, he may be able to hear your heartbeat or your voice even as early as 15 weeks. But these sounds now are so much clearer. So things like distant sounds such as dogs barking or a car alarm, your baby could actually begin to hear that. Pretty bizarre. And how do scientists even know this? It's crazy, know. isn't it? Amazing though. You may even feel your baby respond to certain sounds in your womb. So as well as talking to your bump, now is a great time to share your favourite taste in music. <laughs> Your baby's bone marrow is starting to make blood cells too at the moment. Until now, this role has been carried out by his liver and spleen. His tiny heart is beating stronger and as blood is pumped around his body, his thin skin appears red. What's happening for you? If you're suffering from constipation or feeling sluggish, it could be caused by that old friend, the pregnancy hormone progesterone. Oh, what a surprise. I know. When you're expecting... Food moves more slowly through your gut, which can make it difficult for you to poo. Ah, yes, this is one of our pet subjects, isn't it? We love a bit of constipation. Love a bit of poo talk. Added to this, as your baby grows, he'll put pressure on your rectum, which can also slow your system down. You may find constipation embarrassing, but almost half of all pregnant women suffer from this at some point during their pregnancy. So you're not alone. Eating more fibre and plenty of fruit and veg will help to keep everything moving and prevent bloating. Nothing some prunes can't sort out, eh? (laughs) No, indeed. Also, upping your fluid intake will help keep your stool soft too. Staying active can help, as well as making you feel a bit fitter. Although avoid taking iron supplements unless your doctors prescribe them. Oh, because they can make you more constipated, can't they? Yeah. So hopefully that will keep everything moving along for you as we, we move along to Too Embarrassed to Ask. Nice, Claire. Too Embarrassed to Ask. Okay, our question for this week. I'm so worried about how we'll afford a baby. What help is out there? Well, there is plenty of support out there, isn't there? Yeah, and it's good to think about finances now at 23 weeks rather than leaving it a bit later. So let's break it down. 
Firstly, if you work, it's more likely you'll qualify for statutory maternity pay or SMP. Also maternity allowance, if you're self-employed, you can apply for that. So the basics for SMP, statutory maternity pay, mean you'll be paid 90% of your average weekly earnings for the first six weeks. Then for the following 33 weeks of your maternity leave, you'll be paid the standard rate or or 90% of your average weekly earnings, whichever rate is lower. At the moment, maternity pay is just under £150, but obviously it changes from year to year. Yeah, and you may find your company has its own maternity policy and offers you more pay and benefits than the statutory minimum. Look in your contract or check the policy at work. To find out exactly what you may be entitled to, contact your HR department or your local Job Centre Plus or Citizens Advice Bureau or your trade union representative. The gov.uk pages for pregnant employees have further information also there's maternity allowance if you're self-employed or you're an employee but you don't qualify for statutory maternity pay so maybe you haven't worked for long enough or you don't earn enough I claim this because I was self-employed when I fell pregnant if you're on benefits such as universal credit then these should continue and of course increase to help support you and your family you may be entitled to a one-off sure start grant and of course every pregnant woman is entitled to free dental care and prescriptions while pregnant and for the first year of your baby's life do try out the baby cost calculator on the Baby Centre site to help you plan your finances and spread the cost. It's a natty little machine. If you have debts and feel like you don't have a good plan going forward, then going to your local systems advice bureau may be good as the advisors there are brilliant. That's a good tip. And there's loads of organisations such as Gingerbread if you're a single parent or other online resources. What do you expect this week? finances is a bit heavy Claire it's such a minefield and you need to check your own situation don't you yes let's move on to something less draining but relaxing and calm in the form of sleep ah I could just lie down and have a little doze I bet our listeners could too (laughs) do you know Lucy by the third trimester more than half of pregnant women rate their sleep as poor sleeping with a bump is so tricky isn't it I remember just not being able to get comfortable and that's just about getting to sleep the dreams are so weird as well, aren't they? The changes Yours were. <laughs> the changes that happen to your body can bring on all sorts of sleep issues. In early pregnancy, you might find the nausea keeps you awake. And as your pregnancy progresses, other symptoms can interfere with your sleep, can't they? So things like heartburn or restless legs. That is the weirdest thing, isn't it? Ooh, I had restless legs. They are so annoying. A very strange thing that you half think you're imagining, actually. But they are a thing. And after pregnancy, they went away, thankfully. Oh, they're weird, aren't they? They just drove me barmy. I had that. Oh, they are awful. Both pregnancies. Also breathlessness, leg cramps. They can keep you awake. Aches and pains. Also even snoring, whether it's yours or your partner's. (laughs) And just even worrying about becoming a parent or worrying about how your baby is as your baby grows you may find it more and more hard to get comfortable in bed and your newborn baby probably won't keep the same timings as you do so you may find that your sleep is disturbed by her nocturnal kicking (laughs) nocturnal kicking oh and on top of this you'll probably have to make lots of nighttime trips to the loo Yes, so I think we need some good sleep tips Lucy what are the top five for both during pregnancy and once you're a mum Number five, stick to a sleep schedule. Sounds weird, but try to regulate your body clock by going to bed and getting up at the same time every day. Yeah. Although it can be tempting to have long lie-ins too, especially at the weekends, you may find it harder to get to sleep at night. So having a routine for you is a good one. If your sleep routine's already out of the window and you're finding it hard to get enough shut-eye, it does make sense to grab some extra sleep whenever you can get it. At number four, 
the old favourite, get some exercise. So timing yourself out during the day may help you sleep at night. And exercise can also help with symptoms that affect your rest. So things like leg cramps, walking, swimming, yoga, they're all great choices during pregnancy, aren't they? Yeah, try to avoid any strenuous exercise for a few hours before bed, as that could make you feel more awake. And number three, take control of your worries. Oh, that's always easier said than done, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And with so much changing in your life and your body, it's not surprising that worries and concerns might keep you up at night. So you could try writing them down and any ideas that you've got for tackling them before bed. It just might mean that actually you can put them aside and till the morning. Yeah, being more informed about what's happening to your body in pregnancy and what happens during the birth may also help you feel more confident about what's happening next. We can't plug this podcast enough for that, can we? No. But also, Baby Centre's free antenatal classes are a great place to start. Oh, and don't forget, you can also talk to your midwife about anything that's worrying you too. She'll have heard it all before and will be happy to put your mind at rest. Yeah, that's what she's there for. At number two, have a soothing nightly ritual. Yep, always a fan of a nightly ritual, especially if it involves a good book. <laughs> indeed treat yourself to a relaxing routine before you settle down so reading is really good Claire also taking a bath having a warm drink and aim to start winding down about an hour before bedtime oh another thing to do is leave your mobile phone in another room I do that now and it's such a good idea yeah Yeah. and also try not to look at it an hour before bed yep or when you wake up just gives you that little bit of breather from it also try and use your bed for just two things Sex and sleep, Hmm. not TV or any screens as the blue light affects your sleep. And at number one, try relaxation techniques. Okay, this is probably a bit of a new one for many of us, but progressive muscle relaxation can help bring on sleep. So this means it's about focusing on the tensing and then relaxing groups of muscles in your body. Claire, how do you do it? Well, I'm pleased you asked. This is something that my dad used to teach me to do when I couldn't sleep as a child, actually. Oh. So if you start by tensing your hand and forearm muscles as much as you can for five to ten seconds. Okay. And then breathe out and relax the muscles as much as possible. Repeat with your upper arms, face and jaw, chest and shoulders, tummy as best as you can, thighs and so on until you reach your feet. Okay. It sounds a bit weird. Does it work? It's a really it? good way of sort of kind of going through your whole body right. to relax and then... Yeah, it does kind of work, actually. I think it does. So sort of a little bit like mindfulness in a way. Yeah. Okay, but don't just listen to us. We have Baby Centre editor Joanne, who's here to give us some tips on pregnancy sleep. Well, pregnancy has quite a few side effects on your body. And sometimes these side effects tend to interrupt you having a good night's sleep. So around two thirds of mums-to-be experience back pain during pregnancy. And around a fifth have pelvic pain. So they're just two common issues that can stop you from getting comfortable during the night. During your first trimester, you may have sore boobs. So if your preferred position is sleeping on your front, that can cause you issues. And of course, as your bump grows, lying on your front will become really tricky. And from about 16 weeks of pregnancy, lying on your back, well, it can not only be uncomfortable, but it can even make you feel faint. And that's because your baby's pressing down on a major blood vessel. So that's why experts recommend that you get into the habit of sleeping on your side as early as you can in pregnancy. So it's good for your baby and it's good for you and it helps the flow of blood and nutrients to the placenta but it also helps your kidneys get rid of waste and fluids and that helps to reduce swelling. A good way to wind down before bedtime is to have a nice relaxing massage and that can really help with restless leg syndrome too. So um, maybe get your partner to give you a lovely foot and leg rub if you suffer from that. Um, And although it's important to stay hydrated during pregnancy, uh, you may benefit from just, you know, cutting out that last drink of the evening just so you're not filling your bladder up before you get to bed. Cutting down on caffeine, of course, especially in the afternoon and the evening. 
And I think having a consistent sleep routine really helps. So, you know, going to bed and getting up at the same time every day, that really helps your body get into the habit of knowing when it's time to sleep. Uh, in late pregnancy, you can use cushions and pillows to get you into a really good side-lying position. So you can pop a pillow under your bump um, and that will help to support the weight. And you can put another pillow between your knees. That helps to keep the pressure off the muscles around your hips and your pelvis, which can make you feel a bit more comfortable. And you can even pop a pillow behind you to stop you from rolling onto your back. But as you get bigger, you might need your partner to help prop you up a little bit. Lots of women worry when they wake up on their back that they're hurting their baby in some way. But don't worry about this. Most people spend most of their time in the position they've gone to sleep in. So all you need to do is just turn back onto your side before you can drift off again. Um, it's not safe to take over the counter sleeping pills or herbal remedies during pregnancy. So if you do continue having problems with sleeping and it's really affecting you during the day, uh, it's a good idea to talk to your GP or midwife. She'll be able to give you loads more tips and support to help you sleep better. And, you know, try to remember that sleeplessness is a really normal part of pregnancy, hard as it is to go through. So just rest when you can. And above all else, be, be kind to yourself. Thanks to Joanne for all those fantastic tips. So that's all for this episode. Please remember that the podcasts don't replace medical advice and you should always speak to your own doctor or midwife if you have any concerns. We hope you stay well, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time for 24 weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the Baby Centre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Baby Centre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.